Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM 640. You're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We'd like to formally welcome you to the rest home of Old Joe. Welcome to Bidenville, everyone. All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. There's a man on the moon, or whatever, you know, something, or you know. Whether those aliens are here or not, I, I commuted for 36 years as president, vice president of the United States. Happy birthday, dear Alvin. Happy birthday to you. I was on the television. On television, I was on the telephone. Every time I hear hail to the chief, wonder where the hell is he? Turn around and where, where's, where's the president? What, what, I can't remember it. I was in the foot him. Uh, foot, foot, Excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. For Secretary of Health and Education, I nominated Javier Bacaria. President Harris is a proud Howard alum. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. I got them $1.9 trillion relief so far. Kleptocracy. Yeah. Kleptocracy. The guys who are the kleptocracies. Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was going to be here. And now, 
to give you a tour of Bidenville before your extended stay. Here's John and Ken. John and Ken Show. John Cobell and Ken Shampoo. It is KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And we're on the radio from 1 until 4. And then after 4 o'clock, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast. You could listen to what you missed. Uh, Biden is 81 today. I, would, and, I like that beautiful piano. We should just let that play sometimes while we sit in the garden, take in the pleasures of Bidenville, where you can sit on a yeah. bench, yeah. take a nap, or just watch. You like to watch the birds, so yeah. No, I mean I, that's I, what you'll be doing because you asked me what I'm going to do in my retirement, and that's one thing. I'll, maybe I'll take up bird watching like you did. Sure, and you could have a guy play the piano near you. Yeah, that's true. It's a piano player in the park. Are right? you going to do uh, like uh, in-home nursing care? Is that the plan? <laughs> that is that is the plan. I'm going to retrofit my home with that uh, wheelchair lift up the stairs. Hey, one thing I am going to do that I thought that you would you would appreciate. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. I'm going to go see every Major League Baseball stadium. Yes, I remember <laughs> you telling me that once. No, I'd like to do that. I have a friend. Uh, she and I have talked about it for years. She's been retired like three years, but uh, I said we have to wait till my turn comes, and then we can map out okay. a, a plan. We'll my uncle did that. Yeah, there are a lot of people have done that. They actually have companies now that organize them if you want to pay for that. Well, but but they can map it out for you perfectly and get you nice accommodations and figure well, out the plan. All right, good. You have 30 days accounted for. I just, uh, oh, no, no. It's going to be broken up into regions of the country, so it'll take longer than that. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to do it all in one 30-day sweep because I'll get tired of hotel rooms and all that. I won't get tired of the ballparks, but I'll just get tired of traveling. Oh, I thought, oh so you're not going to do all 30 of no, we're going to break it up into regions. I see. Sort of the Northeast, the South, you know, the Midwest. Oh, that's, the West. that's cool. Yeah. Well, I hope I can do updated. something like I'll that. I'll send you pictures. Yeah, do that. Do that. Well, I, Joe Biden is 81 years old. Oh, first things first. I almost forgot. Okay, here it is. The number is nine. Nine people selected Rosalind Carter to die in the John and Ken 2023 ghoul pool. Nine. This is a 96-year-old person, so I don't know that that's worth anything, except for maybe a three-for-three, three, as that works. Uh, well, you get three-for-three, you always get recognized. Yeah, that's right. right. If, that's, if that ends up being one of the three choice, correct choices you made. There's and then, nothing. Yeah, it could be a tiebreaker. You never know. I know. Now, you think about that. They just announced she went to hospice and she died a couple of days later. She's yeah. apparently had dementia for some months. But Jimmy Carter's been in hospice since, what, a year ago? Or? Well, they sent him back home. <laughs> they sent him back home. He said he, he went. He went. He went to real hospice, and then they sent him back home and said it's home hospice. But uh, he's ninety nine. Yeah, I know. He just turned ninety nine. He did in October. I don't know if he's going to make it to a hundred, but uh, probably not. Sometimes after died. the spouse dies, you don't really do too well. I saw some. Depending on how good a couple you were. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I saw some men will go. Sure, that's fine with me. <laughs> the women will say it's about time that guy kicked yeah, him. Yeah, I, you know what. The gap now between male life expectancy and female life expectancy is now six years in the United States. Is that growing or shrinking? It is growing. Oh, it is growing. Yeah. See, I thought you were going to say it was shrinking. No, it's even it's even bigger now. You don't mm. think women have something to do with that? No, I just I just thought you know based on <laughs> I love the, the look Deborah just gave me. <laughs> the way. You know, men were the hard work and the, the, the way things were years yeah. ago that, that men got early grade because they were just constantly killing themselves to make money. Right. No, they're uh, still going to that early grave. Nothing. Yeah. In fact, the early grave is coming earlier and earlier. Yeah, well, this time he outlived her. Yeah. And he was actually older than her by a couple of years. 
But Joe is 81. And, you know, he, he's in fine form. A couple things happened over the weekend and into today because today is that stupid thing where they pardon the turkeys. <clears throat> Why is this? A, I guess this has been going on for a long time. It's another dopey tradition like the Easter egg roll and yeah. those things they do. I wish they would uh, pardon more. All right. <laughs> Two is really not enough. See, this is anyway, why, this is why guys go early. The first piece of audio is Joe not really understanding his uh, pop singer is past and present. Here we go. You could say even this harder than getting a, a ticket to the Renaissance tour or 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 Br- Britney's tour. She's down in it's kind of warm in Brazil right now. Hmm. Oh my God! Do you know how that you can was, sort that out? What? That was that was wrong in in many different ways. Mm. He's talking about Taylor Swift, not Britney Spears, and it's warm in Brazil. It's because one of Taylor Swift's fans died in the 110-degree heat. Oh, is it summer down there? Yes. It's a really mm. bad, hot summer. Oh, it's getting kind of warm in Brazil. It's like oh, somebody oh. died there. Yeah, the death of one of her fans at an earlier show. Right, she delayed a concert due to the extreme heat. So it wasn't Britney Spears, it was Taylor Swift. And the getting warm joke, highly insensitive. And he mentioned the name of Beyonce's tour, not even Taylor Swift's tour. Th- there's a, yeah, right, there's another error there. Don't they write this down for him or put it on the teleprompter? He just did this off the top of his head? I... <laughs> so he yeah. put together three different female performers right. there. Right, yeah. Confusing them And, and made it, it made a joke about it, uh, Taylor Swift's dead fan. I like the way the Post points out, Britney Spears was the leading female American pop star earlier in Biden's political career, culminating in a Las Vegas residency in 2014 and now, 2015. Do you think somebody wrote that line for him and he didn't read it right or he memorized it and forgot it or he thought it off the top of his head? I, the clincher is, of course, the last line of the New York Post story. The president would be 86 if he completes a full second term and leaves <laughs> office on January 20th, 2029. 86. 86. Well, there have been world leaders who've been that old, right? They're usually kings and stuff, right? Yeah, right. Kings can go feeble because <laughs> they're kings. All right, clip number two is the odd one, as we mentioned right before we went into the news at 2 o'clock, that uh, Joe has a strange things for little girls sometimes. And I think he cut back on this because, yeah, he used to go up and smell their hair and touch them. Someone said when you start running for president, you got to kind of chill doing that. But he still has his moments. So this was a Thanksgiving event. And um, I want to hate this word. Friendsgiving. I hate it. Oh, I hate that, too. Somebody ran, they had a party down the street from me, a big banner up. It's our friends giving. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Stupid. The hell does that even mean? <laughs> oh, this is what we just have our friends over. Thanksgiving Day is just our family. But we have an earlier party for our friends, and we call it Friendsgiving. Is that from the TV show, Deborah Mark Friends? <laughs> well, they probably did, actually. I think they um, may have called one of their episodes a Friendsgiving. So many dopey, trendy phrases, you know? So he spots a six-year-old girl at this event. It was at the Naval Base in Virginia uh, yesterday, and uh, this is part of what happened. Thank you, and I love your ears. I love them. They're really cool. What's your name? Catherine. Catherine, what a beautiful name. That's my mommy's name. Well, nice to see. How old are you, 17? Six. 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 What do you say? And what if she was 17? Yeah, then what would I, you well, do, Joe? Why he you was look- trying to make her feel like a big girl. Aren't you a big girl? Aren't you 17? You know? Okay. I'm trying to see her 
I'm looking at the video. I mean, was there something special about her ears? Was she wearing something? I guess not. Um, I don't know. I haven't heard of anybody having an ear fetish. It says over the summer he tried to, (laughs) he pretended to eat a child's ear. Well, maybe he does. You know, some people nibble on ears. I've never seen that. You've never like is it, I do not have never nibbled on a oh, child. Oh, that's no. I thought. No, no, no. I I meant babies. They just kind of go man, 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 man. You kind of nibble on the edge of their ear. No, no. Now on the now on the creep. No, you do that. Uh, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> uh, the next clip we have of old Joe is him once again telling what appears to be an untrue tale. Let's uh, listen to this one. You know, by the way, <laughs> I'm all Navy, but uh, I was appointed to the Anyway, I was going to go play at the Naval Academy until I found out the other guys in the backfield were a guy named Roger Staubach and Joe, Joe Bellino. So I decided to go to Delaware. Hmm. Well, he told the Air Force graduates he applied to the Naval Academy in June after graduating from high school, which would have been 1961. Last year, he told Naval Academy graduates he was appointed to the Naval Academy in 1965. According to uh, Republican National Committee research, there is no record of either of those things ever happening. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you can always say I was going to go because if you didn't even apply, you just thought about it. Well, yeah, we can't track a thought. Now, we just played three clips. And every day I see... Uh, uh, White House spokespeople or cabinet people, right? And they're all giving quotes saying, oh, you know, the president uh, just had a meeting with him. He's uh, really sharp. He's uh, full of vigor. And uh, believe me, when he starts questioning you, you better be ready because he's uh, he on sounds top. so tight. Just that there's only 15 seconds we just played. We got and it's like of- he can't. He's like, uh, uh, three of them in one day. <laughs> now, now, wait, he, he goes inside and suddenly becomes Focused and sharp and smart and... That's right. Yeah, he's, right. He's controlling the meetings. He's telling everybody what we're doing. He's in charge. You right. know, it's even worse inside. How the hell is he navigating the negotiations with Israel and Hamas? <laughs> How's he doing that? And, and Putin in Ukraine. How's he doing that? How can he do that? I have a feeling that they eye roll when they see him at these government gatherings now. Here and comes it, Joe. and He's going to just start fumbling and I'm, muttering. I'm saying day to day, what's going on inside the White House? Who's making the decisions? Why are they making those decisions? How far are we from this ending? Uh, and I don't think he's going to die, but I, I think he is not. I think he's going to withdraw. He's going to have to. I, I mean, <laughs> but the first votes are in what, January, February? Yeah, but they could pull some kind of trick at the convention. Oh, they could wait that long, you think? I don't know. I, Gavin I, comes from behind a curtain. Wait, it's me. Okay. Gavin's already uh, <laughs> packing up for Washington, D.C. He is. Yeah, he, he is. and that. Uh, He's ready to solve every crisis. He and the wife. They're ready to go. He they're, wants that flywheel and work. They're the new John and Jackie Kennedy. You're going to see. All right. We'll be right back. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Around the radio from 1 until 4. After 4 o'clock, uh, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast. By the way, we're out of money. So no more, what? Con- no more contests, at least for a while. I uh, thought you were going to fill the gap. No, no. They started selling furniture last week to fund the last few days. So. Oh, no. So no more. Well, the cash contest always comes back, but it might be yeah. into next year before right. it does. I don't know. Right. We're in that slow time now. With a, this is the big holiday week. 
the, a lot of people are, there was so many people in my town today, just everywhere. Because, see, they're, they're working from home these three days, and they're just off all week. And Yeah, well, they were all on the up. road today on the right way to work. Aha, uh-huh. they're already trying to get away. Well, no, there was a car fire on the 405, and oh. boy, was this car destroyed. This was something else. I hated the traffic. When I finally got there, it was kind of a cool payoff. Because this car was about as burned out as I've ever seen anything. <laughs> Should we go to Deborah Mark for the travel numbers? <laughs> it's a super duper holiday. Not getaway weekend, but uh, getaway before the holiday weekend. LAX says about 220,000 people are expected to use the airport today. All right, what do we have about the roads? Triple uh, A telling us anything? Triple A said that this is going to be like back in 2019, you know, pre-pandemic. Oh, yes. yes. Right? It, it's, it's woo Yeah, let's see if I can find the exact. I think I did it last week. Uh, the exact. Oh, well, the, it's probably gone up since then. Oh, I'm sure. But And the price of gasoline affecting people's travel? <laughs> the price of gasoline has gone down. Oh, But okay. not that much. It's still Are fort- people going to go far? They staying close to home. People are flying. <laughs> the number one destination everywhere. is? Well, there's Vegas. There's Tahoe, according to HGTV. You, saying you that guys Tahoe. auditioning there's for Croatia. For, there, there's, we are. We're doing this, the, yeah. the lame travel report at right, Thanksgiving. You could get a job on TV tonight doing this stuff. How many people are going by scooter? Oh, I didn't see that one, Ken. Right, Let me Google. All right. Let's just. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, you. Oh, something else, John, I'm going to do during right. my retirement? Oh, good. Two things now. What? <laughs> oh, this one's even better than visiting all the ballparks. I'm going to watch all 44,000 hours of surveillance video recorded on security cameras at the Capitol on January 6, 2021. <laughs> all 44,000. That's a really long movie. Do you think you could watch all they're, that? They're going to release that. They are. They've just begun to release some of the hours over the objections of many Democrats. This is coming from the new House Speaker, this Michael Johnson from Louisiana. He's decided that uh, for transparency's sake, we should release all the surveillance video we have from that day. Well, you you can do that. And again, you can call in any reports like you can call in the ballpark reports. And if you Mm -hmm. want to uh, call in reports on the first 44,000 hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That'd be quite a blend of topics, but I could do that. 44,000 hours. I know. I don't know what. Well, it was it was over in one day, wasn't it? A bit. It was over in a... Just, I guess it's a lot of different cameras. It was just a few hours. All throughout the Capitol property. How do you get 44,000 hours out of that? Because there must be like thousands of cameras all over that property, don't you think? And they're all seeing different so. things and alleyways and back doors and... Uh, in the hallways and Pelosi's office. And, it, was just, it was just whack jobs running around yelling. I, mostly it was. Although somebody did a poop, right? Yeah, I'd like to see that. I saw the story the other day, the guy that took Nancy Pelosi's lectern. And his story was fantastic. I should have saved it, but I can kind of ad lib it. He really didn't intend to go there at all. He, it, he told a very strange story, which made me a bit suspicious. But he basically says, yeah, he was just in D.C. and he watched Trump speak and he saw the crowd going to the Capitol. He just kind of followed them. And then he saw a door was open. He made it sound like it was all very accidental that he ended up. <laughs> Next thing I know, I got Nancy Pelosi's yeah. lectern. And then he thought, oh, well, that would be a cool souvenir. Something like that, he said. I don't know. Anyway, he got sentenced. I don't think it was too harsh. Uh, well, similar to this, but who cares? The California Democrats had their state convention on Saturday in Sacramento. And do you know what happened? Oh. Hundreds of demonstrators interrupted it. They well. were pro-Palestinian demonstrators demanding 
A ceasefire. Diversity broke out is what happened. <laughs> diversity broke Democrats out. Democrats got a big dose of diversity. Here is part of what they chanted from this clip. Cut four. It's ceasefire now. In case oh. you it's not yeah, killing the Jews? No, I, that's not, I thought they would have something a little more fun than just ceasefire now. <laughs> but everyone got so horrified, they thought, oh, no, this is just like January 6th all over again. Although these are state politicians. Ceasefire now. Let Hamas reload. Let Hamas reload <laughs> so they can <laughs> kill more Jews. Why not release it's, the hostages now? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, they're supposed to have a deal coming, right? 50 hostages and they'll stop. But the hostages is all Hamas has, right? Once they give oh, those out, then, it'll be open season. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then it's, it's going to be It's sort of like I'm sure that the Israeli military is taking a little careful in case there's a hostage around the next corner in a tunnel. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I just think. Uh, no, I, I read, uh, I read uh, Biden is screwed. Do you know? Uh, for sure. And it, he has lost so much of the vote of people like under the age of 30 hmm. because they've all, many of them have been brainwashed in school. That Jews, oh, they Jews don't like this Israel support. Honestly. That's right. Yeah. That that in the NBC poll, hmm. those uh, 18 to 24 uh, were for Trump. What? 46-44. Now that, that's not, I'm being a little facetious. They, they don't all, they didn't all get brainwashed about the Jews, but Still, it shows you that there's changes coming in the next generation. The millennials are the wiener generation. Gen yeah. Z is going to be different. They like Trump, 46 to 44. Biden won that age group by 28 points three yeah. years ago. But a lot of people have passed out of that age group, right? And then you do have... They, do they vote? Well, people I, that age. Just I, don't I don't know. Vote. I don't know if it was likely voters or registered voters or what. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it has a big effect. But what I was thinking is that, you know, these people at the start of the Trump years, they were like between, you know, uh, 10 to 17 years old. Yeah. And they experienced life just as they were being conscious of the world and politics and news and things. Well, Trump was running things and the Trump years were pretty good economically, right? And then yes. they run into COVID and then the Biden years and there's been all kinds of disasters. And maybe to them, it's like, oh, Trump was pretty good. Things Ooh. were fine. My parents were making a lot of money because they're, they're not voting like the millennials, it looks like. And I was constantly told by people, oh, you know, uh, young people, they're changing. They've got uh, different voting patterns, different values, different beliefs. I'm looking at this NBC poll and said, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're looking at uh, the uh, the millennials as a bunch of wieners, and uh, they don't like it. Polls, schmoles. We'll see what happens in a year from now. Can you believe that, though? 18 to 24 for yes. Trump. All right, we'll be right back. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere. It's the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gabriel. 
Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Harold G, La Bichota, Cristina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story from rags to riches and all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. All right, coming up after 3 o'clock, we are going to have a guest who prefers to remain anonymous, and she is one horrific victim. Uh, A man by the name of Cody Woodson Klemp, a terrible, awful, disgusting person, serial rapist. Well, uh, he was granted parole earlier this month by the State Parole Board under California's Elderly Parole Program. He has only served 29 years of a massive 170-year sentence he was given back in 1994. But because we passed this, we, uh, the legislature did this elderly parole program enacted in 2018, it allows for a parole review for inmates who are 60 and older who served at least 25 years of continuous incarceration. So they're going to try to parole them. It may be up to Newsom to stop this from happening. 
The woman that's going to join us after 3 o'clock was repeatedly sexually assaulted by this man. He was convicted in 1994 of 40 felony counts, 20 counts of lewd acts on a child age 14, 10 counts oral copulation by force or violence on a child age 19, and 10 counts of unlawful intercourse, forcible rape. He'd already been a rapist before that. This is one serial sexual predator who should not be free under any circumstances and certainly not after just 29 years. Let him rot and die in prison. So we'll talk to her. We'll get the full story on this. It's going to be tough to stomach, but it's important that this parole be stopped. Yeah, this is uh, this is up to Newsom. So listen to her story. And then you may want to contact Newsom since he's running for president. He might be. That's the only thing that would make him... Uh, keep this guy in prison is to try to save his own hide all right now one of the funniest goofiest conundrums for the state of california and people like gavin newsom in the legislature as you know we're going all renewables in fact in the year 2035 you can't buy a new car that is an electric vehicle you won't be able to buy a gas-powered car because we're changing the world we're going to clean up the climate well there's a little problem with this and uh, it's got a new name electric equity electric equity Double E. The Times has been assigning writers to this. A couple of stories popped up in the last week. The biggest one is written by Haley Smith, their staff writer who writes on environmental issues. Low-income and non-white Angelinos are critical to LA's transition to clean energy, but the city is failing to invest adequately in bringing electric vehicle chargers, rooftop solar programs, and energy efficiency improvements to their communities. Here is the bottom line. A lot of the people that do opt for solar or electric vehicles, are either middle class or better. That's just the way it is because of the affordability issues, maybe the environmental tilt that they have, but this is not, this is causing our political leaders to go, this is not equitable. <laughs> and you know what's worse, John? The poor people bear a disproportionate impact of rising temperatures and worsening climate change. We've got to do something to help them, so they call it electric equity. I don't, electric, equity. electric equity. I just like what that term. Stupid term. So the LA 100 equity strategies report. Oh, my God. Released by LADWP and UCLA. Took a detailed look at the inequities underlying the clean energy. I just laid out why there's inequities. Poor people be lucky to have a car. And if they well, did, it's going to be a gas powered car. Right? And they're not going to go out there and get well, fancy solar for their rooftop. Well, first of all, a lot of them don't have rooftops. They live in apartment buildings. <laughs> That's true. Too. They don't have a roof to put their solar on. They don't have the money for solar. And they don't have, in the apartment garages, there, there's nowhere to plug in electric chargers. They say that they're not going to reach their, quote, clean energy goals unless they well, bring these people no. in on these electric things here's, that we just talked about. Here's breaking news. They're never going to reach these goals. And there's a hundred reasons why. These people um, belong to a religious cult. This is not happening. Uh, and here's where it gets, we'll move over to the rooftop solar because apparently they made a decision once again to cut back on the payments for people who have rooftop solar power because basically what happens if you have more power than you need, you can, quote, sell it back to the grid. That's how it works. That's why people... But they're going to cut the rates. Okay, but that's why people got rooftop solar, because they could sell the excess energy that their uh, solar panels Producing, were creating. Right? If, right. if you can't do that, then what's the point? Why would you, you can sell it, but they're going to reduce the amount they're going to give you, because I, you know what? You're too wealthy. 
I had you're these, doing too well. I had these guys come over our house, and they were big on telling me, "Oh, in seven years, you know, this will all be paid for with the money that you'll be making by selling the energy back to the electric company." And I didn't know whether to believe them or not, but it, it turns out it's not true because they're they're cutting those payments. Every penny they pay to customers who sell back to the grid means they have to charge their electric grid customers. And poor people don't have solar, so their electric rates go up to pay for the program. You see the vicious circle that we're in with this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why they sit there and just put their hand on their chin and go, what are we going to do about equity? Solar equity, uh, electricity equity. How are we going to get the poor people to benefit? From John's right. They're not going to, right? They're Unless not. by some miracle, electric cars and charging, and that whole thing gets cleaned up and cheaper. Did you see in the, the El Segundo Propaganda Times today, they had a column, California, uh, uh, they released a greenhouse gas inventory report. <laughs> the state's emissions increased slightly last year. Oh, no. Yes. Yes, the greenhouse gas emissions increased oh, in California. Probably because we came out of the pandemic and everybody started firing up all of their uh, cars and everything else. 17 years Taking trips and of all these taxes and regulations, and it's still going up. <laughs> 17 years. It's a racket. It's a scam. Remember we saw that at the first, what, six months of the pandemic back in 2020, how excited some of these people were? Because they said, look oh, at the air. It's getting cleaner. People are staying home. They're not driving. They're not doing as things right. as much to generate. Uh... This, this crowd wants us all to kill ourselves. <laughs> I, I always say, Bill Clinton. Uh, to save the planet, kill yourself. Bill Clinton laid this out years ago. He said, look, if we're actually going to meet these goals, we all have to live like people did in the 1800s. And I always stuck in my head, and he's absolutely right. And he he, he called it straight. And we'd have to live like the 1800s. So that's so, not gonna. So that's not gonna happen. They're never gonna meet their goals. And John, you're right. Rooftop solar programs have a limited reach in some of the poorer areas of LA because of the low rates of home ownership. That's right. If yeah. if if you're renting an apartment, you don't have a roof to put panels on, and there's no electric chargers in your garage. If you even have a garage, you might just be parking in an alley. Oh, but listen to this. Without changes, energy inequities will only increase under existing structures. And this is the part people have to listen carefully because this is coming. If you think your electric bill is high now, listen to this. Your average electric bill will increase 79% for all households and 131% for the low-income people by the year 2035. 2035 is that magic year. That's when they're going to not allow this is new cars to be gas-powered. So people are just going to keep moving out. <laughs> you're, you're, people are just going to move out and go to other states. Yeah, I know. Listen, we're already paying seventy percent more than the national average for electricity. Now it's going to go up another seventy nine percent. How the hell is it? You can't do that, and it's all arbitrary too. If we had a normal electrical system like all the other states, we wouldn't be dealing with this nonsense. I know. Um, you know what else they had in this story? Uh, it turns out that even that that statistic about uh, the greenhouse gases we emit every year. It's a rigged statistic. California's inventory excludes emissions from wildfires and industrial sectors like shipping, aviation, and biofuels. Oh. So they don't even count a lot of the greenhouse gas emissions that happen annually, which means it's a slight increase, but it's actually a much more significant increase. <laughs> so this whole thing is a scam. 
It's like they don't count when the prisoners commit new crimes, right? right exactly. We, we, yeah, we're not going to count that anymore because we're not going to return them to state prison. We're going to make them spend a couple of days in local jails, which are too crowded, so they don't spend any days in local jails. But they're not in the crime numbers anymore. Right. Yeah, it's the same way. Right. They sweep everything under the rug and try to hide it from the public. And public life in government is all about fake statistics, wild claims. Right. That's, that's all. And Newsom's the king of this. Now, this is another big payment reduction, though, for people with rooftop solar. So what would be apparently if it's right now, they're going to trim the compensation by roughly 70 percent. But that's only for new installations. But that's going to really deter people. So it's going to think about it's going to kill the solar panel business. Uh, it could very well Pe do that. Remember, they had this whole debate last year, but they, they still went ahead with this. People are canceling appointments right now. <laughs> You're going to make 70 percent less from it. Why bother? We'll be right back. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. We're on the radio one to four. After four o'clock, John and Ken On Demand. All right, the Apostathon is underway. The 13th annual KFI Apostathon is here. Chef Bruno's charity, Katarina's Club, provides more than 25,000 meals every week to kids in need in Southern California. And your generosity is what makes it all go. Uh, three ways to help you. Donate at pastathon.com. You can shop at any Smart and Final Store and donate at checkout. Go to any Wendy's restaurant in SoCal and donate. We'll be broadcasting live all day. It starts at 5 a.m. And John will be there at 5 a.m. Didn't that you told him? No way. Oh, okay. Uh-uh. Okay, that, I take that as a no? That is a no. Okay. Deborah Mark will be there at 5 a.m. Oh, God, no. Okay. No. She adds the God part. Yes. Uh, this is on Giving Tuesday, November 28th. Come out and see us from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. We can only no, give The Johnny so Ken Show will be there at 1 p.m. as usual. What's That's that? right. We give enough. That's right. And we're out of there at 4. We, yes, we're, I'm going to be there at 1030. Oh, that's, oh, oh, that's right. She are, does the news. Are you doing the news from there? I am. Oh, all right. Yes, I am. All right, so she will have a slightly longer day than the rest of us there. Mm -hmm. That's just more time for people to come visit you. Mm, lovely. Do you have time <laughs> for your fans, or do you have to stick to the news and just stare at your screen? I guess I have to stick to the news and stare at the screen. I'll, I'll right. say hello if anybody wants to say hello. It'll be a slow news day, so you can probably mingle. Yeah, you think? maybe. 100% of your donation goes to Katerina's Club. You can help at Postathon. Dot com Again, coming up after 3 o'clock, you're going to want to hear this interview. We're trying to help a woman out who got severely sexually assaulted. I think it was an uncle that took her in when she was it, uh, younger. It, yeah, there, the story is, I mean, he sexually assaulted a number of people. Cody Woodson Klemp, one of them was his 14-year-old niece. Um, and I, I don't know, because its victim is anonymous, I don't know if it's... The niece, or if it's one of her, one of the other well, victims. Yeah, you know, maybe Ray can clear that up, or maybe she doesn't want us to clear that up because she wants to remain anonymous. So, right, doesn't want to anybody know he's even related to the guy. I mean, by but, the by the way, this guy Klimp, he was found guilty of rape all the way back to 1976, yeah. and then they let him out and attempted rape in 1981. He went to Patton State Hospital for three years, a mentally disordered sex offender, but they let him out. And now he's serving 170 years, and they're going to let him out again. Yeah, because he's 67. So, you know, when, you, when you're past 60, you're considered elderly parole eligible. That, that's nonsense. That's garbage nonsense. It's, no, this it, is one it, sick individual. And she's going to tell her story, which is beyond what happened with this. 
rapist is full of all sorts of ties. She's had a very tough life, but she does not want this man out. You, you, you think Newsom uh, would be sensitive to this because his wife uh, says she was assaulted by Harvey Weinstein. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that didn't work with the jury, though, did it? No, it didn't. They no, didn't, they, they were didn't. hung on her. They didn't, her they didn't all believe her story. All right, well, we turn to the world of animals for Deborah Mark. Woohoo! Well, you know, I just watched the video. You look at it first and you go, oh, it's kind of cute. Then you realize you got to be careful. There's a gang of violent monkeys that is terrorizing a small town in India. And, all right, I'll pause because this is tough. Uh, I'm going to slow down, but I got to read it. They killed a 10 year old boy by ripping <gasps> out his intestines. Oh, my God. Oh, those are very bad monkeys. That's so they awful. get the death penalty? Uh, oh, she's oh, pausing. She's oh, pausing. Oh, I've had it. I'm, I'm no, leaving. this is a tear. No. You do not pause. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking, because I want to be meaningful when I speak. And I'm just, bah, 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 bah. You say kill the monkey. I say, God, this this monkey, he needs she's to still go far, thumpering. far away. No, this is horrible. Oh, she wants to spare the monkey that I, took I, out this kid's intestines. Shocker. <laughs> I say put this monkey what, in rehab? solitary confinement and maybe rehab. Rehab. But this she is a horrible, rehab. horrible, horrible, horrible thing. And, and I'm not laughing, by the way. Uh, I want to uh, make that clear. I'm not uh, laughing about no, this I know you're not laughing, but you're crazy. It's. I feel... No, don't feel anything. You've I, reached a new low. He's right. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. That's exactly the word I was looking for. A new low. Because I'm just thinking that, okay, seriously, it's this an animal. This should be immediate. It's Monkey, an, die! It's an animal. And maybe we should just send it where it's on its own. Someplace in, in a jungle where it's, it's not wild. going to encounter... Well, okay. And obviously... It, wait, it, wait. <laughs> once a monkey gets a taste of human flesh... I don't know if he ate the intestines, but... He dug his claws into the little boy's stomach and just ripped them out. This is bad. So, like I said, the video Maybe I was watching. Maybe we need to humanely euthanize the monkey. How's that? Not go shoot it. Not go blow it up. Not behead do, it. Not behead it. But maybe it needs to. Uh, we should be rip gently... its intestines. No, out. no, no, no. I think it should be <laughs> gently euthanized. How's that? See, I needed to be thoughtful instead of just saying something off the top of my head, which I often do, and I regret. There, let's be clear for the record, John Colbert's the only one laughing, so. Yeah, send him your, huh? your, oh. your, your message. <laughs> no, it's our, it's our dysfunction here. Yeah, we are. We are now, if you look at the video, which I just looked at at Fox News, and this is not a joke. The monkeys are in a tree. They're outside a store where there's stuff that's kept outside in crates. I'm not kidding. It's a 7-Eleven. It sounds like a joke, doesn't it? Because a lot of the 7-Elevens have either Indian or Pakistani people in this country that run them. But it's actually a convenience store, a 7-Eleven. And at first, they don't notice. But one of the monkeys pops down and he reaches into the crate and starts taking bananas out. He's, he's shoplifting. And eventually, one of the store owners tries to come out and shoo it off. But they, they are quick. They're not very big, this particular monkey species. But they're really fast. And the next shot is they're on the street. And there's a guy that walks up to him and... The, the monkey makes a move because the monkey's tearing through some garbage. And he's like, don't you come near me. He turns on the guy and the guy steps back really fast. That's why sometimes it looks cute. But uh, that's um, the same monkeys that went after the kid. We, yes, I believe so. Because right. it says they've been terrorizing, uh, they're they've been terrorizing the village uh, for a whole week.
Yeah, there's, there's, there's a large troop of monkeys in the village, including four adults, who have been involved in attacks in the past one week. Two of them have been rescued, but efforts are hard to cage another one of them. And uh, it's like a big family of them. Mm. You can see what there's like a mother cuddling a baby monkey. And, they need uh, to be in a sanctuary away from people. This isn't the same group of monkeys that was terrorizing the dogs a couple of months ago, is it? Uh, you know, I don't know because it mentions, and I think we did this story too, a three-year-old was abducted by a monkey that carried the child up a cliff. But yeah, you're right, Eric. They threw dogs off of buildings. I remember that. The monkeys. The monkeys did, yes, yes. So. Well, all right. How about And again, she didn't feel like anything yeah, should yeah. be... Oh, I, I don't think that this is a positive thing. I'm not happy with these monkeys. I think they should be taken away far, far away from dogs and, 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 and people. Mm. And I did say, so let me be clear, that mm. that monkey that ripped the intense t- intestines out of that 10-year-old should be humanely euthanized. Humanely. Humanely. Hmm. Uh-huh. Well, a 10-year-old didn't get humane treatment. I know, the but... The problem is, just like with the bears, once the monkeys know where the food is, they get a beat on that. They're just going to keep coming. I mean, you could relocate some of them, but there'll be other families I'm saying of far, far away where they're not going to come back. And they're not going to be... They're not going to be near people. I got a place where they can go and they'll never come back. <laughs> Hell? <laughs> yeah, pretty close. <laughs> they're animals. Yes, well, but... It, but the problem is their interaction with humans has I gone completely negative. Totally so. agree with that. That's why they need to be kept away. They need to be <laughs> And far, it does say away. they're trying to cage them and take them somewhere. Right, I don't know whether see? they're killing them or not, but <laughs> if that was well, my child that so, got its intestines well, yes, ripped out by I, the monkey, I'd I would, be there with a gun. So the, I, 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 yeah, I don't we, know what I would do. We have a hung jury here. Um. <laughs> we don't really. Huh? I agreed with you guys just oh. in a well, kinder, just, just gentler a, the, way. The penalty phase is hung. <laughs> okay. Oh, in terms of exactly yeah, right. You versus, want the execution. You want to shoot him gonna... in the head with a gun. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Eric's choice of murder is, but I know he's on the side of murder. And, and I want to give the, the monkey some propofol and let it go. Now, what's your vote, Cobalt? Hmm? Oh, shoot in the head, yeah. Well, then we're not hung. Or actually have we their... we got three for quick death. Have, have their intestines ripped out. Oh, jeez. That's what you said, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, we got two votes for intestines ripped out this of the This was monkey. an awful story, Ken. Uh, sorry. And it's, it's created real. a lot of dissension. It has. And divisiveness. We're all angry. We're all angry with each other. So now we... I need to take a personal day tomorrow. We're supposed to be yeah, getting ready gonna get for... She's going to get moist line calls. She's going to get social media. Oh, yeah, yeah. Swipes. I've already yeah. gotten a couple messages from listeners. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> See, they didn't listen to the whole story because, again, I said humanely euthanized. I didn't say, woohoo, oh, this right, well, is a good monkey. You're going to have to spend the Keep rest digging. of the day sorting it out. <laughs> All right, when we come back, we're going to be talking to a woman who prefers to remain anonymous. It's one horrific story, but uh, the man that sexually assaulted her for quite a period of time was given 170 years in prison and maybe out in 29. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Deborah Mark, live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. 
Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.